on, I'm ready. Jesus. <laughs> Thanks for taking the parking spot, too, by the way, bitch. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Circling Isabel Street looking for a goddamn parking spot. <laughs> Welcome back to the Gentleman's Dojo. Out there looking for street parking. Gary, just your show up on time. Just be on time. It's in the all things comedy spot. My piece of shit car? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I drive a car that looks like a man drives a car. You drive a Mini Cooper. Yeah. You drive a car that a divorced woman in her 40s would drive. <laughs> it's a Mini Cooper S2, by the way. Yeah. Did you pick yeah. up the dry cleaning today? You're a fucking asshole. You're 15 minutes late. Just apologize. I did apologize. Sorry I live on the west side of town where celebrities are trying to commute out. You live in, you live in a 600-square-foot apartment <laughs> with four dogs and a baker. Welcome back. Thanks for taking the parking spot. No problem. Yeah. yeah. I'm on the street. Who took the be. second one? Who's got the second one? Huh? Who's in the second spot? There's two all things comedy spots out there. Who's got the second one? Probably Aaron. Mm. No? Let's get that fucker towed. Whoever that is. <laughs> well, the reason I played Van Halen. Yeah, why? We have a very special guest here today. You've been late a bunch too, by the way. Never. <laughs> Never? If I'm late, yeah. it's within a minute or two, like 10.02, 10.01. Was I ever late when we Aaron, were at the old studio? how often am I late? That'd be never. Was, Thank you. Was I ever late when we were at the other studio? Uh, often. That's bull. Five, yeah. seven minutes late, yeah. Uh, you, Today's you know the what? most, 15 minutes late. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, well, celebrity. I live in Santa Monica where the celebrities live. People work in TV. <laughs> yeah, they live in Malibu. Everybody's leaving the 10. They live right? in Malibu, yeah. No, no, no. I live, I live near... Uh, Maybe this sounds familiar. Please. You live wind above a to-go yogurt. Fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we have a very special guest here today. Oh, we sure do. Do you want no, to introduce Steve. him? No, Steve's here. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Our special guest. Oh, yes, we do, Steve. By the way, the last time I saw Steve was when we did our little anti-bullying campaign. That's right. Yeah, that was, awesome. was uh, live from your backyard a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. You were late for that, too. I was not late for that, but uh, I did get letters and we did get comments after that saying the uh, sound of the uh, police cars did get in the way of the feed from our stream. Steve Simone, how are you, my friend? Nothing. Good, buddy. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks for having Nothing me. Nothing on that. Uh, Simone, it, you also have a wonderful podcast. Did he bring his own coffee cup in? <laughs> they gave me this next door. I walked into the wrong door. <laughs> Uh, what is your podcast as well? It's called Good Times. Good Times. You've been on it. I want to have you back. Yeah. And Mr. Cannon, I'd love to have you on whenever your schedule permits. Does not permit, but uh, <laughs> stuff. Steve is available any time of the year to do your podcast. Just throw it in Anyways, any time. Anyways, the reason available. we brought Simone in today is because we a are all- A lot of all... reasons. Okay, go ahead, Gary. Take well, over. Well, uh, listen- Take I'm, over. I'm excited. I love, I love Steve. Yeah. We're excited. Mm-hmm. First of all- we're both wrestling fans. We love yes. wrestling. Yep. But the reason we brought Steven is because all of us, including our buddy Bill Crawford, who works at DVE radio station in Pittsburgh, yep. we are all going to do a, a big USO tour in May. Yes. We can't disclose uh, the location. It's going to be awesome. We can't disclose it. Yeah, no. right now. But but we are doing a USO Opsec. tour. Opsec. Yeah. And we are talking about, we could recollect about our memories. You have a great joke in your act about coming back from a USO tour. Why don't you do that joke, Gary? <laughs> Steve, do you really like this joke or are you messing with me? Because I think it's one of my better jokes in my Rolodex of eight. 
Better so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Have you ever seen this guy get mad? Have you ever seen, you've known him for a long time. I've never seen someone get mad. Once. Ever. Once. Aaron, never. I've seen him one time at the comedy store. Uh, furious. you remember the time I'm talking about? No. Somebody compared your act to Steve Burns. And you were so angry. You're Shut like, that's up. bullshit. I have jokes. I have fans. I sell Hilarious. tickets. All right. Okay. So okay. that was the time. Okay. Yes. Great, great, great. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I don't have to be on time. I tell jokes when I get here. I set the tone. I set the mood. All you do is mention where he's going to be. Yes. Good to have you here, Steve. Lovely to be here. I wish you saw him at Roast Battle get booed. No. Have you ever seen a comic get booed as a judge at Roast Battle? No. Gary did. Nah. <laughs> Gary did. Oh, Are we yeah. talking about the U.S. Yeah. tour? They used to jump to Roast Battle. They called him a faggot. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, faggot. They said that. Uh... Admit that I could... came out strong. I came out hot. <laughs> he came case. out hot. He got really cocky. I and came he, out and hot. And then he went long. And yes. he pushed the show long. And they all, the audience turned on him quick. Be quick. Quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick. <laughs> yes. um, anyways, we're talking. And, and you have this great joke in your act about how you're coming back from a USO tour. But you never did one. And by the way, you did call me faggot. When you were, uh, <laughs> I did. That wasn't that was me. You. Oh, I thought it was you. Fuck it sounded you. Like you. <laughs> You've never done a USO tour. But you voice. say in your act... To That's get the true? you get the applause break, please. You went to like you you stayed in California. You never got on a plane to do a USO tour, did you? Yes. Where? Years ago. Where? I went with my buddy Scott Kennedy. Where? To Iraq and Afghanistan. You did not. That is a true story. Why would I make that up? I did you pictures. seriously? Because I yes. I asked you about it in the green room before. You're like, no, I never went. No, I did. No, 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 I did absolutely go years ago. I went on one. I went with Scott Kennedy and Julia Lillis. You remember Julia Lillis? Oh, she's the best. Yeah, yeah. She was a Navy girl. Yeah, yeah she, yeah. she went to the anymore, to Naval you. Academy. She's like a genius. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you understand how people go out on the road or do movies and hook up because Scott Kennedy and I hooked up. <laughs> <laughs> so you really actually did one. I did. I did. I absolutely. And you went did. to Iraq. And that is a true story. When I was checking in at the United kiosk. The woman said, are you going to Iraq or Kuwait for business or for pleasure? And I was like, oh, wow, there's a new joke. There, There's one right there. So now I'm up to six minutes. <laughs> but you know what I mean? No, it's I like, did. Was it fun? Uh, no, oh, it was good. But there's no, good. there's no, there's no finish to the joke. Oh, the finish? Well, listen. Let me repeat that joke again. That's what you always say because mm -hmm. they never laugh. That joke sucks. Um, Simone, tell us about Sorry, your first USO tour. Tell us about song. Tell us about your first USO tour. All breaking it. I feel like we should be playing video games, and I'll be like, "Mom, more cheesies!" Like this feels like we're 11 years old, and it's just the ball uh, breaking. What year? Without Usher's, like Owen without the keyboard. Exactly the same. <laughs> exactly. It was just because you don't laugh. That means it's, it's nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Nobody laughed. Aaron's here. Simone's here. What year? What year was your first USO or? Your first trip overseas, and who was it with? 2006 was to Afghanistan through an organization called Comics on Duty. Thank you. Rich Davis is yeah. the sweetest guy ever who used to work for the USO mm -hmm. and then was like, oh, wait a second. If I just send comedians over, they don't need a stage. They don't need an entourage. Mm -hmm. They don't... And he was like, I can do way more shows and bring comedy to places that wouldn't get entertainment. So he just focused on bringing comedians and laughs to the comics. Right. Dave Mishevitz, who was an old school comedy store guy, had by that point, when we landed in Bagram, they all knew Mishevitz like he was in the mill. Dave, you're back. Mm -hmm. He had probably done 20 tours by that time. Yeah. Invited me to go along, and it was the best experience I ever had in comedy. Was Dave so. like the Scott Kennedy? Because Scott did a tour like every yes. single month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was out there all, all the time. All the time. 
he would come back and then just jump right back out again. Yep. How does a guy like, because I know Rich Davis mm. through Steve Maison, who yes. did a lot of those tours. That's how I became such good buddies with Maison, was because the next tour was with him. We, we did 40 days. We, we were gone I'm for sorry? 40 days. 40 days? 40 days. It was insane. Where were you guys going? Uh, well, the first tour was Afghanistan. Then the second tour, like I, it was like, do you want to go to Europe? I was like, yes. But then when we were in Europe, then they took us to Bahrain for Navy to actually do actual ships. Mm -hmm. So say we did a tour with like four guys in Europe. Then three of us went to the Persian Gulf. Right. Uh, or what do they call the Arabian Sea? Did you ever notice that? The guys in the Navy, they, yeah. they call it the Arabian <laughs> Sea. I'm like, huh, that must be the official term. And then it's somebody... actually cutter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, two of us got extended. They were like, hey, man, if you guys can stick around a couple more days, there's a whole aircraft carrier fleet that's going to be coming in. Oh, yeah. And, they have an, and I was like, Panama. <laughs> so then they flew us out. I think I think that was the Eisenhower we did. Wow. And some of the little ships around. I've done three aircraft carriers. And then carriers. did you stay on the aircraft carriers? Yes. Oh, wow. It's all, it's like staying on the Millennium Falcon. So you have to like <laughs> step, to, like you feel like you're on a spaceship. Yeah. It's the coolest thing ever. They treat us so well that... It, you it's almost the it irony words. is almost it's it's so ironic because you're there to express gratitude for what it is they so. do, and they're like rolling out the red carpet like thank you thank it's like no 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 we're here to thank you guys yeah that's the whole reason to do closet, it I'd be happy yeah that's it's the whole reason to do it it's yeah. just to go over there and say thank you face to face well, the minute, well I, I ask Gary I go hey do you want to do this your <laughs> show tour he goes absolutely how much do I get paid and I'm like you know yeah that's what the, my the, first question yeah how much yeah. do you get paid because i don't leave the country or the state unless i'm getting you know i need a stipend i always have so much work here in town that it's not worth it for me yeah <laughs> how long does it take you to walk you walk your four dogs and pick up all their shit and that's why you're late today pick up <laughs> dog shit you were picking up dog shit that why that's why you're late by the way these soldiers thank Steve before the show. It's never after. They thank him before. Then after the show, they're like, hey, we'd rather go to the front lines. Fuck Gary said, <laughs> Gary said you're the only comic that the soldiers come out and applaud as the plane's taking off. To you know what? Out. Don't use that joke that I used on you, you just on your Facebook page. I said that to you. I just the... said, did I not just say oh, that you, you did that? Me? Did I just say Gary said that? I thought he you said say. it about Steve. No, you. you. Oh. To me. That's the only time that the soldiers applaud. When Steve's leaving, they're like, "Fuck it, we'll stay here, we'll stay here in Afghanistan." Anywho, yeah. what, what was the most, what was the coolest thing you've gotten to do uh, while you're on a USO tour, and what was the most danger you've been in while you're on a USO? Or, I, I should stop saying USO, but as you're entertaining, entertaining the troops, yeah. Um, well, the I honestly, I think the coolest thing mm -hmm. is those conversations you have with people in uniform where you could be so far away from home mm -hmm. but because of either the anticipation before the show or the show itself or that feeling that gets left in the air right when you stay and talk to them afterwards and you don't feel like you're in iraq or afghanistan or yeah on some ship where you feel like you feel like you literally feel like you're back at the comedy store yeah and it's the greatest thing ever. For that time, you're there hanging out with those guys. It, you're not at war. It's incredible. I think that's the, honestly the coolest thing because it, it literally feels different. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because like when you're going on tour and you're seeing like all the stuff they do, you're like, oh my, what am I doing here? This is like a war is mm -hmm. going on. But then you do your comedy show and it's just a show. Yeah. I think that feeling is the coolest thing I've ever felt. Um, 
But in terms of experiences, on the aircraft carriers, they let us be down on the flight deck when they took off. And you have like two or three sets of things on your ears. Is the Top Gun theme song going through your head? Dude, it is the greatest. You're like, this is why Ronnie James Dio made music. Yeah. (laughs) Like, because it's just so insane. And then we did, I remember, I forget which carrier it was, but like the fighter pilots are like the, like if it's a floating high school, they're the football team, they're cool guys. They're all quarterbacks. Yes. And they loved us. Yeah. So they were like, bro. And they started to tell their stories about growing up with brothers or whatever it was. So then they were like, have you ever seen night landings? I'm like, what are you talking about? And there's these little observation decks around the carrier Mm -hmm. where they have to judge how the guys land. Like that's such a – I don't – they're just winners. It's got to be next to impossible. Impossible. To to hook on the dark. Yeah. Yeah, and they're doing it in the dark. But if – even if they do it – they only have three attempts. Even if Mm -hmm. they do it on their first attempt, if the – like the angle they're coming in at is not the right one. Right. They can lose their job. So they brought us out on these decks floating off, kind of off the ship and having the planes flying in over top of us. So they, and I'm like, this is, you get to do things that normal, yeah. it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, when I was, uh, God, I forget, you know, we were somewhere in the Middle East and we got to, um, I don't know if I should say it, but, <laughs> but, but they let us, they're like, do you want to shoot the gun? We're, we're yeah. at Blackhawk. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'd love to shoot the gun. And they go, okay. So you stand there, and there's a turret. You know, it's just hanging out. You know, in this bay. And the guy goes, J- just shoot the sand, check it out. And so you shoot the sand, and you see the sparks because the sand is so hot, the bullet's so hot that it looks like a f- just like these little flames are. It wow. was great. And I go, I go, can I take my shirt off? He goes, no, you cannot take your... Because Rambo, I always had that dream of like Rambo. Like, and the muscles and everything. Hilarious. It looked horrible, head but yeah, I wanted to do it. That's hysterical. That was selfish. But I agree with you. It's it's the hang that's the best part of it. It's the greatest. Um, when you get to go to the mess hall and just eat with everybody and see people that you did the show the night before and they just want to hang out. It's they, the greatest. It's so and they all want to tell you stories. Yeah. And their stories are awesome. The greatest. Gary, what about you? I like cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. No, I will tell you this. Here's what's crazy. I agree with you. What, what, what was that? But by even, the way? even what? What was that? The I like cheeseburgers? Yeah. I'm hungry. Um, but here's what I will tell you. Oh, boy. <laughs> I will tell you. I bring the comedic value entertainment here to this <laughs> side of it. No, here's what I will tell you. You know what's great? I don't know if you ever did this gig, mm. but uh, Brad Williams mm-hmm. and I did a gig right. that was I... off the coast of San <laughs> Shut up. I'm, I'm into it. What? <laughs> You're really into it. I'm the mother goose of storytelling. What? No. Do you ever do that gig where it's right off the coast of Santa Barbara and you fl- you actually go up to Oxnard and you Gary, fly out? a headliner. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't pick up the, the sea rooms. That you- Rooster Tea Feathers, is that what you're talking about? What? The Yoohoo Room in Burbank? <laughs> well, you're what's it like? Today. What's it like opening for Brad Williams? <laughs> what is the point of this story? We're it's talking short, about- It's a short gig. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Gary- it's maybe not my best day. I came out swinging. <laughs> it's almost like roast battle. In a sense, I came out strong. It's dipping a little bit. Okay. It's very early yeah. here on Isabel Street. Yeah, with no parking. Now, yes. what was what was what was the best part? What was the most redemptive asset that you felt of doing 
the the, uh, the, the show tour? for the tour for the mil- for the military. Yeah. Well, I got you know the crazy thing is, and Steve, you I mean you hit on this. It's it's literally that line, right? It's like you, you just got married, and there's a line of a hundred soldiers, men and women, waiting to meet you. Yeah. Which again is the craziest thing because they're coming over saying thank you, thank you, thank you yeah. for what you just did. Yeah. And you know, I mean, listen, I was with Scott Kennedy who'd been over there a bunch of times. Julia, it was her and I first time. I mean, you know, but people are coming over and wanting pictures and you're signing these autographs and you're like, this seems so ridiculously silly. Yeah. Because obviously you're there for them. You know what I mean? They're and, the real hero. And what I love about it, you nailed this, Steve. There's so many things in life that, you know, we get to do as comics that nobody can ever do. And I no. thought the coolest thing was it, it didn't matter how much money you had or whatever you wanted to do. You couldn't do that as a regular civilian. There's no, way. no way you could have done that. Absolutely. And being in comedy, you were able to do that. You were able to go over there and be part of this. We get to do experience. stuff people in the military don't even get to do. Right. Like there are yeah. people that spend their whole life in the Navy and they've never landed on an aircraft carrier. Or well, been in, on a Blackhawk. Right. In 2004, when I went the very Zodiacs. first time, my brother is stationed at Camp Victory North. Wow. And he talked to his commanding officer and he got the day off. So he was able to travel with us. And it was me, Colin Quinn, and Robert Kelly. How cool is that? And so, you know, it's surreal seeing your little brother and he's like got his gun, he's got his sidearm, he's in camo, he's a soldier. It's, yeah. it's, it's like, oh, this... Is my little brother. He could take me out any minute yeah. now. So Wish you he's not having flashbacks. Anyways, um, he, we're, I was telling him, he's like, how did you get into the camp? And I was like, oh, we, we got in on a Blackhawk. He's like, son of a bitch. Yep. He's like, I've been in the military for four years. I never got to take a Blackhawk. Yes. And so, yeah, you're, you know, you kind of, I guess you don't know any better though. Right. But you do take it for granted. The C-130s, when you fly in those huge cargo planes. Oh, it's so cool. And it's just you. And like two other comics, and then you have this enormous cargo plane. Just they're just transporting you. It's in how many thousand, tens of thousands of dollars in fuel or operating costs yeah. does it take? But that's what they do to provide entertainment for these guys and gals. Well, it is crazy though, too, because you do realize very quickly talking to the soldiers that they don't have a lot going on out there. There's no. not much to I do. Mean, yeah. I mean, it really is, you know, when they do find out that there's a comedy show coming up, they're so thrilled because it's just something, I mean, they're, you know, behind those four walls every day. Well, you can only play, they have those rec centers where it's yeah. like, you can only play so much Xbox or have access to every movie possible until you just want to do something else. Okay, this is what happened to me just recently. So probably two weeks ago, this hat I'm wearing now, mm-hmm. there's a company called Ranger Up. It's owned by all uh, current or former Army Rangers, which mm-hmm. are like the superheroes. They're, so I, I love to support the military and veterans any way I can. Mm-hmm. Plus, there's an MMA fighter named Tim Kennedy that's one of the owners. He's like my hero. Yeah. So I'm like, and I can buy an American flag hat? Awesome. It's like, win, win, win. <laughs> and... Uh, so I was wearing it at the gym once, and this guy was like, are you in the middle? And I'm like, no, I, I got the hat because I do these USO tours. I'm a comedian. And he was like, what? Oh, my God, that's incredible. He's like, I'm a Marine. I'm like, thank you. And he's like, no, thank you. And I'm like, why is this guy so happy that we do what we do? Because right. I'm in awe. I stand in awe of what they do. And we could. I think we should talk about that at some point. Yeah. But anyway, so that was like, say, two weeks ago. Like three days after that. I get a text from a buddy of mine who I'd met mm-hmm. on that first tour in Afghanistan. Yeah. So I met somebody in Afghanistan. We stayed in touch through the years. And he was Gary, like, hey. shut up. No. 
What? I saw you looking over your insert gay joke here. I no, I saw him. He was he was waiting. Don't. I was wondering what Simone was doing at the gym. <laughs> Wait, go ahead. So, so, that's, that's where he lost me. Uh, this is all a lie. Uh, so he needed a place to crash, and I'm like, yeah, dude, you can crash for a night because yeah. it's like you want to say thank you, right? Yeah. So I was like, and I told him the story, and he was like. Because what you guys do means so much. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what are you talking about? He was like, in his opinion, this is just one person that served. He was, he felt that so many people don't care. Right. That there's this mentality that they're out there literally putting their lives on the line. And so many people don't, don't appreciate what they do. Right. He was like, so when a civilian takes time out of their schedule to come over there and say thank you, mm -hmm. it means what we do matters. And I was yeah. like, whoa. And then he had brought up what we were just talking about. He goes, you have no idea what a gift that is because when you guys are on stage, we're not at war. Yeah. And he's like, you can't, he goes, you can't put a price on that. Like, I remember wow. in 05, I went with Drew Carey and this is like, and you're, if you're there in 06, it's probably like, you know, right there at the peak of everything in 03, yeah. maybe 04, 05, 06. It's all like, you know, it's prevalent in the news and we're, yes. you know, we're, it, we have Ford operating bases and everything and establishing yes. a front. And I remember I did this show and it was with Drew Carey and I, I finished my set and this kid comes up to me, goes, you don't know what this means. I go, what? He goes, I literally, he, he and he was saying how surreal it was, mm -hmm. how he was in this firefight because this convoy had gotten ambushed. Jesus. And so they went in to rescue the convoy and they got into a firefight, and they're dragging bodies, and then My God. he just comes back to the base, he's walking to his barracks, and he hears people laughing, and he comes over, and he goes, next thing I know, I'm laughing. He's like, I, I was just, and I think he was trying to process it too, where he, yeah. I I'll never forget him, I I like I can picture him to this day, but he was saying how I was just shooting at people and trying to rescue yeah. people, and now I'm here, and I'm like, you guys made me forget about things for a few minutes, so thank you. And I was like, it was like surreal to to. I, I, when when else do you do a comedy show? It never matters that much. Like, that. like yeah. I never realized being a comedian was anything like. I never realized that it mattered, and and in so many ways it doesn't matter what we do. But in those instances, yeah, you don't. I'm like, oh, I I can. I can contribute too. And yeah. it was the first time I really felt that and I got addicted to that feeling. Mm -hmm. Cause like, I'm like, oh, I just wanna help. How can I help? Oh, I can help by being funny? Are you yeah. serious? Well then, whenever you need me, I'm here. Whenever. How about you, Gary? Any experiences of soldiers you got to talk to before or after? Do you still keep in touch with Drew Carey? Cause maybe he can get you on the prices right, win some appliances for Jess. Gary. Was he executioner? <laughs> I'm back, baby. I'm back. Oh, shut up. <laughs> no, but it is. It, it's. I remember we did a, a show. It was a small show. I mean, and, and you know this. Sometimes the smallest shows that they're you the do, best. they're the best shows because I remember uh, me, Scott, and Julia got to one of the bases. It was 10 in the morning, and there were six people there. Yeah. And something was going on. A lot of the other soldiers had to go and do something. So there were like six or seven of us and or six or seven uh, soldiers that were there. So Scott's kind of mentality was like, hey, 
it's almost a small group. Why don't we just go around and just talk to them and, you know, socialize this, that, and yeah. the other thing. And we all kind of agreed, like, hey, they're here. They want a show. Let's do it. Yep. And sometimes those shows for, like, six people are the greatest of all time because they're so engaged. Well, they have to be for you. Well, I mean, it, it gave me the experience to now deal with your tour, which was great. <laughs> Although, you Judo. You don't get that many. Um, but it was crazy that that little group. And I remember doing a, a show one time in a little church oh, and wow. you're standing next to this huge cross and you're like, can I drop the F bomb in here? Yeah, they're, like, they're like, you can do whatever you want. And it was just weird. Like, I mean, back then I did all different material than I do now, but like it just seeing that cross there was the weirdest thing ever. All different to be material. Yeah. 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 You mean good? <laughs> um, Wow. Uh, well, I will say, yeah, I, I agree with you. The the small, we we did this, this Ford operating base. They're the best. I mean, we were, I think we were like, we were literally like three miles away from, I think the Iranian border. Yeah. And we got flew in in a Blackhawk. We land in yep. the middle of like, it, it was almost like. It was almost like this desert slash mountainside, whatever, but it, it looked like a bombed out building. Yes. And we're stationed, we, we just land there and we walk into this basement. This building was bombed out. Yes. It, it looked like something you'd see in like Saving Private Ryan or something, yep. but in the desert. So we, we go in and there are maybe 30 guys, beards, yep. yoked. They all look like Abercrombie models with beards. These yep. dudes are. I, I wouldn't, I, none of them were below 6'4". Yep. 220, just jacked, strapped, and I'm walking. It was like the most intimidating. I'm walking in with, I, I think it was with Drew Carey. I was with Drew Carey and, two, and Schubert was there. Awesome. Um, and two other comics. And we walk in. We're like, what are we doing here? They're like, all right, get to it. Yeah. And we go up. The best show. The greatest. Probably the best show I've ever done in my life. Start to finish, not only being a part of, but witnessing. Drew hitting the ground running. These guys must have been firefight in a firefight for oh, the real days deal. and marooned out there, just stuck out there. You know they hadn't had a hot meal in, in oh. weeks, hadn't had a shower probably longer than that. Yeah. And you, it was just like a gasket blew. They just needed the, the greatest, the greatest of laughter. One of the best things that ever happened to me on one of these tours happened years after the tour. I was in San Diego maybe a year ago, a year and a half ago, mm -hmm. and I was talking to this guy who was a comedian, and it just came up. He was like, "Well, then I went on the GI Bill," and I'm like, "Oh, thank you for your service." And he was like, "I know what." So we started to talk, and he was like, "It was actually in." The military, I was inspired to become a comedian. I'm like, no way. He was like, yeah, I was stationed in Afghanistan. We're at a little combat outpost. And he was like, and a helicopter lands. And everybody's like, what is this? <laughs> and he goes, four comedians get off the helicopter. And I'm like, whoa. And he was like, it wasn't anybody I recognized. It wasn't anybody famous. But it was so cool that they were there. And he was like, most of them weren't that funny. And I was like, if they can do it, I can do it. I'm like, wait, when was this? <laughs> I And we found out I was one of the comedians wow. that he had seen. And he was like, oh, my God. That was the last time I went to Afghanistan. And he was like, it inspired him to start doing comedy. I'm like, this, the circle's complete. This is the craziest <laughs> thing ever.
We did have that time, too, where we were coming off a helicopter, and then we passed three other comics that were jumping onto a plane, like you're passing, and, like, it's you're seeing this other group of comics that you know from L.A., yeah. and you're just passing in the wind, they're heading somewhere else, and it's like, we're thousands and thousands of miles away, so and, cool. and they're heading to a different base, it's very crazy, you know, that you're, and when you're up on those stages, you, you don't, you don't really realize where you are, you know what I mean? You don't realize yeah. that you are... You're in an active war zone. Yeah. Well, I, I will say the only time I ever realized I'm not on a normal stage is in 04. Mm. Um, we go out to this courtyard in, in like the city somewhere, and there's a flatbed truck with camel on it and stuff, and it's this little courtyard, really, really small. But they had the flatbed truck there, and... There's maybe 30, 40 chairs set up, mm-hmm. and all these soldiers are sitting in it. And because I was the young, I, I was emceeing the show, so I went up first, and I walk over, and I'm like, above the stage in this building, there's a sniper. There's two snipers. Yeah. And I go, uh, what is that guy? Because there was a guy there, and there was a guy over on this side. I go, yeah. and I was like looking around. I'm like, why are there snipers up on the thing? And they go, those snipers are there looking at the snipers way off over there. Yeah. And I'm like, why are we doing this show here, yeah. guys? Shouldn't we be inside? Yeah. But they put the show outside, and that was the the most scared I've ever been in my entire life doing stand-up, knowing I, I really thought, <sighs> I'm going to get shot. I really yeah. believe, but I was like, well, that's why know, we're there. That's like, why you're there, yeah. Like, I remember my mom was like, what are you? And I was like, Mom, imagine you're 18 years old and you're scared. I'm like, those kids are My job is to... Pre- to give them a, a relief from that feeling. Yeah. They feel that 24 hours a day. I don't think, like, I I always had an appreciation for people that serve, always. Mm-hmm. But then when you actually go and see the sacrifices up close, and I just literally stand in awe. Well, it's not even just the do. sacrifice of, like, the profession. It's the sacrifice of these are... Sons, daughters, yes. mothers, fathers. Yes. These are birthdays missed. Yes. These are holidays missed. These are a two-year-old kid not being there for Christmas with his mom or dad. It's All like of that. that's the real, like, personal sacrifice. Not only, you know. And then that worry where, like, every day they're like, this could be my last day. That's part of their job. Yeah. They're willing to die mm-hmm. for this country. Nobody, when you stop and think about that is... There's nothing more heroic than that. That is my last tour through Afghanistan. I I don't know what year it was. It was like 2013, maybe 2014. Mm -hmm. And we were at one of the little combat outposts. I remember like, and I just got a bad feeling Mm -hmm. because you start to realize like, oh, this is real. And then we went to another base that was bigger. Mm-hmm. I forget. It was a little, it was a fob because it was, I don't know. I'm not a military guy, but it was a bigger base. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I do not have a good feeling. Yeah. They had to shut down that base because uh, the people that we were training mm-hmm. turned on the people that were training them and killed two of uh. our soldiers. So they had to shut down the whole base. And you're like, oh, this is, this is real. Yeah. And on that same tour, one of the shows was canceled mm-hmm. because the guys that were building our stage took a shell. Oh. 
So literally hit the stage we were supposed to perform on the following day. Jeez. It's real. Yeah. It is, it's also interesting, too, when you're out there, there's no talk of politics. There's no who we're in favor of, who we're not. I mean, like, it's very like everybody is just out there to yeah. do a job. That's what I loved about it. And one of my favorite moments, too, was I think it was one of the last days that we were out there. We were – I think we were back in Kuwait and a bunch of the Wounded Warriors from the mm. Wounded Warriors program got to go up and do stand-up. Oh, that's awesome. So they that's did cool. stand-up uh, in just this amazing supportive room. Like uh, like uh, I think six guys went up and did it. Well, that's, that's six more guys you could open for. Really, Steve? I'm talking about the Wounded Warriors, and that's how you turn it? Steve. Cheeseburger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's, it's, it's a very cool – just to see them go up there and do it, it was just awesome. It's amazing. Actually, yeah. there's a, an organization called uh, Awaken Arts where it they work with guys that are working through PTSD and they use art as therapy for that. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I want to do is uh, we could do that with stand-up. We could – any guy that has an interest in maybe doing stand-up, we could sort of mentor them through the process. Yeah. I think that would be the coolest thing ever. Well, they'd want right? to talk to, help to comics. Them. What's that? They'd want to talk to comics. <laughs> so you're out. <laughs> Anywho, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, there are moments when you're over there where you realize how real it truly is. I remember I was going in the C-130, which is those huge cargo planes, and they asked two of us if they wanted to, if we wanted to sit up in the cockpit. Yeah. And you put on the headset, and you can hear everything that they're communicating back and forth, and it's all this technical jargon and. Yeah. You know, I have no idea what they're saying, but we're going up and I see fireworks. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, I'm just naive. It just, yes. those are fireworks. That's pretty cool. Maybe, maybe they're doing a show for the troops or whatever. Right. We land and those are heat seeking flares because an RPG was shot at us at the C-130. Yes. And so those flares trickled down and the, 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 R, the the rockets would follow the flares as opposed to the. They the did part. that when we were in uh, Iraq the last time. That's right. Yeah. And how we then the flares went off. Yeah. And I was like, is and is anybody else getting nervous? It was like, and then we landed. Yeah. And I'm like, we weren't supposed to land. What's going? And they never told us what happened. Yeah. I think that might have been a prank for us. But I don't think they prank. I don't think that they feel <laughs> like how I coped with it. I'm like, we weren't even in danger. They were yeah. just having laughs. Let's just see who, which of these four is going to shit their pants. It's <laughs> like, uh... well, it is funny how how the, the the military they just nobody just even cracks. Like everybody's just like, hey, this is commonplace. There's no, they don't they make you feel very comfortable because they're not panicking. Yeah, they're the coolest. Yeah, yeah, they just lay low and it just you know. But it is weird when you're doing a show and every single audience member has. A machine gun on their back. You're just like, what's going on here? Better be it's, funny. Yeah. 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 I remember doing a show in Djibouti once and uh which was a really cool base because it was all branches of the military were there. Everybody. And then I didn't realize that that was probably like all pretty much like special operators and stuff like that mm-hmm. because it's proximity to Somalia. But I remember doing the show and I don't know about you guys, but if I don't have a good show at the comedy store, I don't care. Yeah. 
But if I don't have a good show entertaining the troops, I almost can't live with it. Like, I feel like yeah. I had my superpower to make somebody laugh and I couldn't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I I love those guys so much that I feel like it's the only time where, like, you literally give them everything you possibly can to mm -hmm. make them laugh. And I remember I was – you ever do that crazy comedian thing where you're like, wait, there's that guy's that one guy's not laughing? Yo, yeah, like, yeah, you watch yeah. that, like – so this was probably, I don't know, eight years ago. I was a younger comic. And the first guy goes up and killing, but the one guy's not laughing. Then the next guy goes up. Everybody's killing. But there's this one dude that's just sitting there with his legs crossed and his arms crossed. And he had looked like he had seen some – he looked like a modern-day pirate. Yeah. Like nobody's sitting near this dude. He had the eyes. He had been – and I remember when I was up on stage, I remember him starting to laugh. Mm -hmm. And it looked like he was turning into like a werewolf or something because he was trying to fight it. Yeah. And seeing the look on his face, like as he was laughing, he almost didn't know what he was doing. Like, ah, ah. like ah, ah. <laughs> was, he, he didn't, didn't know. know he had it. forgotten how to laugh. Yeah. So then he, that guy's trying to get it. Did you hear it? And you know when somebody loves it and they make eye contact with the person next to him, like, isn't it? Did you? I've done that. Like the positive heckles. And I remember hanging out with that guy after the show. And he was like, oh, you really? guys were awesome. This was the best time I've had. Normally the shows suck, but you guys were really good. And, and I was like, oh, this was the whole reason why you do it. Yeah. Well, it's awesome. I, I'm excited to we're, go with you guys. Yeah, we're and excited. Us three, Bill Crawford Bill Crawford. Pittsburgh. We're going to head back out. And, yeah, uh, mid-May for, what, 10 days, 7, 10 I days? 7 days or something. Yeah. Like Thank yeah. you so much for giving me the opportunity no, to please. go back I'm over. No, please. I'm so glad you're coming because you're, I know you appreciate it. That's so the greatest. Fun. And, uh, when you do the Gary, U now you, your joke will actually make sense. When you do the USO mm -hmm. tours, yeah. how much do you sell your merch for to okay. the soldiers? Here we go. Do you give them a soldier there discount? There we go. All yeah. right. Just this more for Simone. More bombing. More bombing. What are you talking about? By the way, in reference to Steve Simone, he must not care a lot at the comedy store then. <laughs> Play the outro, Steve. Parking was a bitch today, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What is this? Yeah, that's Steve. <laughs> this is for Simone. Okay. Oh, here it is. Uh, Simone's the biggest Van Halen fan yeah. I've ever met in my life. So we cannot thank you, Simone. Thank you guys for letting me hang out. Good times. Yep. Oh, I have a new CD out called What's, What's Up, Nerds? Nerds. By the way, I blasted it out. I downloaded it. I have it. It's awesome. And I, I was just talking to my wife the other day about your Willy Wonka run. Oh, it's yeah. literally one of my favorite bits. Thank I, you. I've never, because I was watching it the other day with my daughter. You, you got to, look, just download Steve Simone. One of the best. Thank you. Literally one of my favorites. Yeah, we love this guy. Where, 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 where's your uh, albums available? Which one? Which Yeah, which one? The platinum one. What are they called? That one's called uh, Plenty of Tickets Available. <laughs> <laughs> the Steve Byrne Tour. Where can they find you, Simone? AwesomeSteve.com. AwesomeSteve.com. Gary. And Steve, you'll be at uh, the Brea Improv next weekend, and I saw that little email that they sent out about get on your guest list for yeah. any of the dates. Normally, yeah. Saturday first show is never a freebie, but it looks like it was for this one. Yep. Any dates, all dates, all tickets available. Just come up to the box office, mumble anything, you'll get right in. <laughs> mumble anything. <laughs> all right. We are the Gentleman's Dojo. Thanks for listening. And thank you to all the men and women who have yes. or are currently serving our country. Mm -hmm. We look forward As to... As Lee Greenberg has said it, God bless the USA.